Welcome to the Sustainability Made Easier Interviews podcast. Join authors, researchers, and innovators as they share how they are making sustainable practices accessible to new audiences and making a difference for our planet. I'm your host, Jesse. Today, I will be speaking with Rebecca Wood. Rebecca has been an environmental educator in South Florida for over a decade, working independently as well as through a handful of organizations to provide opportunities for people to learn about and connect to Florida's magical ecology. Through games, play, and hands-on interactive education, she strives to give participants a systemic understanding of Florida's ecology and how we are all connected to it. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. Hi, thank you. To start with, why don't you tell us briefly about the new project you've been working on and in particular, how you got started with it. Awesome, yeah. So the project that I've been working on lately is called Swamped in the Glades, an Everglades Watershed Adventure. It's an educational board game about the Everglades designed to be used in classrooms and educational settings as a learning tool to help kids learn about the Everglades, give them kind of like a different way of learning that's maybe more fun or engages them in a different way, is interactive in a different way. And my goal for the project is to really see it used in classrooms again and educational settings throughout Florida. And I got started with it. Well, I've been working, as you said earlier, as an environmental educator in Miami for over a decade. And actually, just about 10 years ago, I was working at an environmental science after school program with the same set of kids all year long. We were seeing them every single day, which meant that, you know, we always had to come up with new and different, fun, exciting curriculum. And I was going into a unit on the Everglades and wanted to teach about it in a new, different way. And woke up one morning with this idea, a vision of a board game and kind of like the basics of how it would work. And so I went into the office that day and grabbed a huge piece of cardboard and just scrawled out a very rough version of the game and typed up some quick cards, kind of directional cards to use for it. And I took it into the program and I thought we would kind of play the game one day and then that would be it. And I would, you know, throw the cardboard in the blue bins and move on to the next lesson plan. But the kids ended up really loving the game and wanted to keep it in the classroom and play it again and again and again. And we took it to our other schools where we had programs and the kids there also loved it. And so I kind of, you know, kept it in my head or it kind of made me think what would happen if if I actually took this piece of cardboard and built it out into a real game, you know, thought the ideas out a lot more and actually made it into a tool that other people could use to effectively learn about the Everglades and eventually use it to build people's connection and hopefully affect some change here in South Florida around issues facing the Everglades. So yeah, kind of held that head, the idea in the back of my head for a couple of years. And then about six years ago, I had some time on my hands and decided I would start the journey of making the game into a more finished product and spent a lot of time drawing and researching and writing. And yeah, it's been a really long journey, <laughs> but that's kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So did you draw all of the artwork? It's beautiful that's on the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so everything in the game is 100% mine, all the drawing, and I came up with all the writing and all the concepts, but I have had a really amazing team supporting me about five years ago. I thought I was done with the game, so I had a prototype party and had various environmental educators come and play the game and give me feedback, and of course they gave me a lot of feedback. Right, uh-huh. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so yeah, I've had a, a lot of support and a lot of a big team of people, you know, making sure that everything that I have in the game is as accurate as possible and and effective as possible as well. So it's such a great idea. I'm grateful that you're putting it out there. What really influenced you to create this project? Just the way the kids reacted to it or? Yeah, I guess it's a couple of things. I guess like, you know, when I look back on my own schooling experience, especially K through 12, I just can really see that the way that a lot of our curriculum is designed and the way that a lot of classrooms function is just not necessarily the way that a lot of kids learn and or it just doesn't offer a lot of other options as far as different modes of learning. And so I think that I strive in my environmental education model to bring in different ways to engage kids all the time. So maybe you're still teaching or lecturing in a more traditional way, but you're also engaging them in hands on activities or in games and things like that. So just always looking for fun ways to teach about different topics. I think it's really in a lot of ways what inspired it. But then yeah, seeing the, the, the way the kids reacted to what was really a very simple rough draft of what the game is and seeing that it actually worked. So yeah, to play the game, each player becomes a drop of water traveling through the Everglades and they experience everything that might happen to a drop of water along the way. So good things, bad things, hard things. Things. And to see the kids play even that very rough version, but actually take that idea on and see themselves as the drop of water and see that could be an effective tool to give them a different way of experiencing the Everglades and connecting to it. Yeah, is kind of what made me want to build it out into something more. So where would you like to see this project going, you know, into the future? As I said, I think a little bit earlier, my goal is to see it used in classrooms throughout Florida. So again, I just think that the way a lot of our schools are designed, our curriculum is designed right now, doesn't always include many different modes of learning for a wide range of kids. And so I I really want to see the game, like I want to see kids in the classroom learning about the Everglades, learning about everything that might happen to a drop of water, but just really having fun while they're doing it. So that's, that's really my primary goal is just to get it in the classrooms and ideally get it in especially Title I classrooms free of charge. And then beyond that, what I when I'm dreaming bigger, I would love to have kids that play the game in the classroom then have the opportunity to go into the Everglades and kind of visit each of the different ecosystems and play games while they're in the different ecosystems and really like bring the game to life and get to take what they did while they played the game when they envisioned themselves as a drop of water in the game and then go into kind of the real life version of the Everglades and envision themselves a drop of water there. Yeah, I think that the only way people are moved to care about something or protect something or change something is if they get to connect to it on a personal level. So just kind of wanting to give everybody the experience through different ways of engagement of connecting to the Everglades or to Florida's ecology in that way. Yeah, I think that's really important as well. And so are you planning to offer this to consumers, like regular people, parents to have it in homes as well, or in after school programs, like where you initially introduced it? Yeah, well, so where I'm at right now is like my step one goal right now is that I am raising money to print a thousand games. So in this long journey, I've learned so much about the board game printing world more than I ever thought there was to know, (laughs) because I didn't know anything. And so to be 
cost effective for printing games, you really have to print at least a thousand. But of course, you have to have the money up front to do that. And because I'm working independently outside of organizational structure, that's been a challenge for me to figure out funding. So right now I'm trying to raise funds to print a thousand games. And out of those thousand, the idea is that half of them would go immediately into Title I public schools for free. And then the other half would be available to the public, to, you know, anybody that wanted them. But again, I really, I want them to be used in educational settings, especially. So different after school programs or other sorts of educational organizations or homeschooling parents or anything. And yeah, if people want to have the game at home and play it with their family, that's great too. I guess this is my step one. The Ideally, I would be able to, with the sales maybe of those 500, put aside some of that money to be able to then print another run after that or find funding in another way to be able to print more. But it's a little unknown what the future will look like. So right now I'm just focusing on getting those thousand games printed and really getting those out there and then seeing what comes after that. Yeah, I was just thinking that it would be a great addition to have for summer camps. You know, there's so many environmental based summer camps and in Florida, especially we have lots of rainy days that can sometimes cause problems. So like having a great board game that can initiate discussion and learning, but also like really entertain the kids, it would be a really valuable tool to have there as well. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree. And so I actually did have a small run of the game printed a year and a half ago. I had was able to get funded through the Everglades Foundation to print a small run of the game and then have been test playing the game in the last year and a half in classrooms, but also in summer camps. And yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think there's a lot of settings where it could be used. So hopefully we'll be able to get it to all those settings. That's awesome. So just a couple of wrap up questions, just random. You are not expecting this. Do you have a favorite book you would like to share with our listeners? Oh. Sorry for putting you on the spot like that. <laughs> a favorite book. Wow, that's really hard. I I really love reading and there's so many amazing books. So I don't know if hmm. <laughs> So yeah, this is I don't this isn't going to be my favorite because it's really hard to choose a favorite book, but I will recommend Octavia Butler's Parable of the Sower. Awesome. I have not read that, but I will put that name in the show notes in case people want to check it out. (laughs) And also, do you have a environmentally friendly living tip or something that you do in your life that you think if other people could incorporate that's not too tough, but could make a difference that you would like to let them know about? Yes. Hold on. Let me think about it. (laughs) Well, this, I mean, this is something that I Honestly, maybe everybody else in the world knows this and I don't know, but something I just learned recently that I didn't, that's very easy that I really didn't know that much about is just like insulating your hot water heater or wrapping your hot water heater with, you know, a blanket or insulation or something like that can really help to conserve energy by obviously keeping the hot water heated or holding, holding the heat in so you take less energy to heat it. I think that probably some people know that, but definitely I don't think that's universally done and probably would make a big difference. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. So if our listeners want to find out more about your project and how to help or maybe to get a game via your Kickstarter campaign, where should they go to do that? Yeah, so the short link for the Kickstarter campaign is bit.ly slash 
Swamped in the Glades. So that's the direct link to the Kickstarter. And then they could also follow me on Instagram at Swamped in the Glades. And then I also have a website, swampedintheglades.com. So any of those options would work. Great. And I will put links to all of those places in the show notes. I wanted to say thank you so much for being here. And I really hope that your Kickstarter campaign makes its goals so we can get this awesome game out there and into classrooms especially. So thank you so much for taking your time to be here with me. Yeah, thank you so much. I love your project Sustainability Made Easier and I'm really happy to participate in it. Thank you for listening to the Sustainability Made Easier interviews podcast and for spreading the word about sustainability made easier with your family and friends. We have more info on our website at sustainabilitymadeeasier.com. Engage in the sustainability conversation by joining the Sustainability Made Easier community on Facebook. If you have a good story about the Everglades or if you have worked on getting a board game to market, share your story with us. If you enjoy this podcast, please take a minute to give it a positive rating on your favorite app. It means so much. If you would like to apply to be a guest or sponsor for the SME Interviews podcast, please follow the Sustainability Made Easier website link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. You can always reach out to us on Twitter at Easy Sustainable and at smepodcasts at gmail.com, S-M-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at gmail.com. Be sure to mention which podcast you are writing about on the subject line. You can also find us on Instagram at sustainability made easier. Until next time.